Blog Talk Radio.
it, I think it's important to mention that there have been nearly 400 treaties written by the United States in good faith with the Indians, and every single one of them was abrogated. It means broken or changed or altered. The True Israelites, with your host, the Seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name.
Yeah. 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 And this thing is very interesting, and um, you know, it's bringing out a lot of things that didn't need. Not but a lot, a lot of these camps ain't liking it. So, uh, that's the way it is. We gonna reveal the word of Yahweh with zeal. We gonna put some zeal on the table. So it'll take the time and. Whatever you want to tell this national audience, what, $900,000 long on the international side? Take your time out. And Yahweh be with you. You on the cross, come out. Once again, Yahweh bless you, see as well. And thank you for bringing me in tonight, tonight's broadcast among a cast of over 900,000 listeners that came to hear the righteous words of Yahweh. And that's a good thing. Because we all know that the more kingdom listened to words of Yahweh, that means a lot more people with his righteous words. And you've heard me often mention sometime in the past that we all know that there's a history of the world past and the world present. Our history starts from our birth to our death. But those who fail to learn history are soon to repeat it. But those who fail to learn it correctly, though, they are simply doomed in this world and the world to come. Learning history correctly, the same as learning the word correctly, because you can be driven into oblivion. Now, the teaching that we go through, I want to bring up a verse in Matthew 21, looking at 23 and 24. 23 says, And when he's coming to the temple, the chief priests and the elders came unto him as he was teaching and said, By what authority doest thou these things? And who gave this authority? 24. And Yahweh the Son answered and said unto them, I also will ask you one thing, which if you will tell me, and likewise I will tell you by what authority I do these things. And this is something to know, because when you've seen it done from the Son, now, we follow the teachings that was given to us. And we know by following these teachings that a teacher can't learn from his students. That's already been proven. Because the teacher is giving wise counsel. But also, in having knowledge, the teacher gains even more experience by teaching. Now, that's a fact. Now, a student can learn from a, a teacher learning wise counsel and possibly learning to teach one day themselves. And this process shows well in all the six camps that teach. Because we have to be aware, we came to hear things that most of us can hear, and some listeners, they never understand. But Yahweh's ministry makes all this misunderstanding very possible. We have many out there that came to see things in the Bible through proper teaching that some looking can never find. That's those preachers, bishops, and some other people in other religions trying to lead you another way. Now, these are the misinformed. They're the one that can do none of these things. This is why the words of Yahweh that is taught properly. You notice I use the word properly. All this and more is possible for the righteous. Because we want to be going in the righteous direction. Because we have to be aware by knowing the Bible scriptures and the Bible precepts 
given the knowledge to know. We have many people out there that camouflage the evil of the rules teaching, using overly loud bump the gums contests for their method of righteous learning. You hear them on the street corner shouting, even using the Bible scriptures as verbal weapons against us that know. This is why we're here to help guide you through these dark times of bad teaching and loud bumpadoms in Christianity. You know, I ran into some accidental teaching that inspired me a little bit. There was a brochure that was left at my car window. I couldn't believe it. I won't go through it right now because it's kind of detailed. I think I'm going to take note and mention this briefly on another broadcast. But one of the scriptures that was on this brochure that stood out to me was Second Esther, chapter 6, verse number 9. Made me think a little bit. 9 says, For Esau is the end of the world, and Jacob is the beginning of it that followed. That put a little thought in my mind, because it brought to me to think about Romans chapter 9, verse 13. And 13 says, as it is written, Jacob I have loved, but Esau I have hated. Well, we've often covered this in our program, sometimes quite intensively, but for a particular reason. But anyway, we welcome and thank all of you for attending our live broadcast of God was Ministry. As I said, we come to you live and open to you always with more exciting topics from the King James Bible. And first and foremost, about Yahweh's word. Learning how to connect the books, your health, foods you should eat, and keeping those Sabbath. You do all this because you have not. And this is the information you came to seek and have to look no further. You've now found that in the voices of the Trizoites, tribe of Yadah. We're open unto you for this teaching between 6 p.m. and 9 p.m. on the normal days of Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday having no class on Tuesday unless we have a high day or a special event. Now, we do have a Sabbath class, and the top part of Sabbath is Friday. We have a temple class that starts at 7.30 to 10.30. And the bottom part of the Sabbath is Saturday. There is a temple class that starts at 12 p.m. and an online class that starts at 2 to 5 p.m. until our temple members desire to leave. We even have a website address. To use this, open up any search engine on any one of your smart devices. Right on the search line, enter tribe.com. And after you click enter, look once again for tribe.com dash Israelites. Right under the big line, you'll see some choices. One would be tithes and offerings. Click PayPal and follow the instructions. Now, any other device, you possibly might see menu. After clicking this, again, you'll still see the choices. Still choose the tithes and offerings and doing so. Remember what it tells all of us that reads the book of Psalms, chapter 96, verse 7, and verse number 8. 7 says, Give unto the aqua, all you tenants of the people. Give unto the aqua, glory and strength. 8. Give unto the aqua, the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. I always remind everyone that when you're doing it, to remember that Yahweh loves that you're forgiven. And also the donations to this ministry is greatly appreciated. That you give according to the Bible scriptures which are read in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse 30, 
once again read in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, and verse number 9. Remember, this is done to keep this ministry, bringing your Dusseus Yankwa alive. Also, for building that school, which the information you, we provide, you can see, is very well needed. A banquet hall, radio station, and land to build health foods we continue to speak of on this program. Hallelujah. Also, while there, we even have a calendar. Check that calendar. What it will do, it will keep you in tune with the Bible feast days that come to all of us throughout the year. We also have a live program, and you'll find these features available during our broadcast time. To get there, just enter three words once again, Radio Live. But this time, look for Voices of the True Israelites, Tribe of Yadda, which is different from the previous. Voices of the True Israelites, Tribe of Yadda. And click the red live button as soon as it appears. It'll put you right into a live online broadcast. Now, we even have a few numbers you can call with the Aqua Online. The first is our live conference room number, which is 319-527-6065. The other is 224-600-5579. This would be our international number where you can call and leave a message on those scriptures that you may have questions on which can be answered by anyone with six and nine accounts of Yahweh's ministry. But also in saying that, do not call this number trying to teach. I'll have to remind you, we'll only hear a discouraging click followed by a doubt. Also, you can order what our members know as the 12 programs via the 12 tribes of Israel on DVD. Just make sure we get the correct name and the correct address and you will receive it promptly. On another note, we might ask, please do not contact us here. Your email, phone, or text before broadcast or afterwards. He's usually pretty busy with the WCC, the New York Station stockholder, Mr. Cigar Man. I don't see many novels as most of us have seen. Even now, in addition to that, the Latter-day Saints. And that's besides setting up the program before our program time starts. So please use that international line of 224 6005579 and if the question is legit you will receive a call back unless you call trying to teach as I said you'll only hear a discouraging dial tone now for those new members that have missed the beginning of our program you can catch the entire recorded show today at 9.15 p.m. except Fridays program time will be repeated after 10.30 to do this and in three words, once again, Yaqua Radio Live. And after clicking on group for the voices of the true Israelites, tribe of Yadda. Choose the program you are late logging into, or when you look down that long list, choose any particular day that you would like to listen. During our normal broadcast, I also like to mention, we're also simultaneously transmitting our information on CloudTalk, which could be logged in by your phone, tablet, computer, even that smartwatch. Just make sure you've downloaded the PalTalk app. We will be listed under ethnic group, African American. Just look for Voices of the Trizalites, Tribe of Yadda. You'll find our room will hold 50 or more listening participants. Where Yaqua's word will also be working for your Bible education. Online there to answer the on-the-table topics we discussed during our broadcast will be Elder Mr. Tibbs, Israel, along with Seer Israel, 
writing a shotgun. And during this time, we won't be taking any comments off topic or any more than two text questions answered at a time. And if our talk ends before teaching time, we will continue our teaching on Pound I'll be with you all. But a continuing reminder, when we're giving the scriptures to speak by this year, be quick to hear and slow to speak so the words of Yahweh will flow smoothly, remembering that we have over 900,000 listeners that came to hear those righteous words of Yahweh and not that of confusion. If I usually give a continuing reminder in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 33. And the reason for this is because we actually keep those scriptures in mind. But when you find those trying to win that bump the gums contest, those are the ones that miss all of Yahweh's glory, which is said unto them. Because we are rehearsing the righteous act to learn and teach the words of Yahweh. Remember, there's another reminder in St. John, chapter 14, verse 26. And 26 says, But the Comforter, which is the righteous spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things into your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. And that's unless you do the Shorat, chapter 11, verse 8. 8 says, Answer not before I've heard the calls. Neither interrupt men this is your talk. So we can get on to learning what Yahweh has left for us. We will turn our program over to our seer Israel, where we can yet begin. Oh Yahweh.
the table is getting set for the young lions to roar. But they got to be roaring according to Scripture. That's so she can bring the young lions in. Brother Makai Israel, up and come and teach out of Camp 1. Um, we're going to find out if he's coming peacefully. We're going to find out. Brother Makai Israel, Yahweh bless you there, see Israel. Yahweh bless you there, see Israel. Oh, see Roy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, young lion, are you coming peacefully, young lion? You coming to roar on the microphone? Well, all I can say is, says in, in a book of Psalms, chapter 104, verse 21, says, The young lions roar after their prey and seek their meat from Yahweh. Hallelujah. All
What are you saying? 40 verse 4 there. Young line, Brother Mackay. What do you say? The book of Jeremiah is here, chapter 40, verse number 4. Verse 4 reads, And now, behold, I loose this day, I loose you from the chains which were upon your hand. If it seem good unto you to come with me into Babylon, come. And I will look well unto you, but if it seem ill unto you to come with me into Babylon, forbear. Behold, all the land is before you, whether it seemeth good and convenient for you to go there, go. The land for you, we keep telling you, you're fishing on the town, the land is before the headquarters and, and everything got to spring out of the, the headquarters, they spring all the way around the world, but keep telling you, the land is before you. All we, uh, and we saying the next move will be when you look on the right side and it's just, it's just clear as a blue sky. And that's only hours away from being clear as a blue sky. All we tell you to keep ready, listen, get in where you fit in at. Fox here has been lit, something has went up, and... Matter of fact, the young line, before we get the other young line in, uh, who all carrying this broadcast as we speak there, young line? Let's talk about who all carrying this broadcast. We know on the international side, what you say, WCC, here, it's more than 900,000 plus. What we're not going to tell you, Hobbit. Well, it's your radio station. You do what you got to do. So, young line, who all carrying the broadcast. Take your time. Let's talk about it. Come on. Hallelujah. Well, West Israel, C. Roy, we know that the uh, Elder High let it, the national artists know that we are live right now on Blog Talk Radio, and he talked about Pow Talk, but I'm going to add a little bit more to it about uh, letting our national artists know that we also be broadcasting on Facebook. You can catch us on Facebook at B O T T Y. Once again, you can catch us on Facebook at B-O-T-T-Y. Tap those keys on your one-eyed state phone, your one-eyed desktop, your uh, computer at home, or your one-eyed state the devil laptop, even that one-eyed state the devil TV, that smart TV you got at home. You can type it in in those keys and look us up on Facebook, and you can catch us uh, any one of the previous broadcasts that was previously recorded on a, on a, pal, I mean, on a blog talk. Or any other previous broadcast that was done inside of the class live, you can catch us there as well. Um, we also be uh, broadcasting on YouTube. Um, you can catch uh, anything we have uploaded on YouTube or anything we have um, went live on YouTube. Um, you can type in those keys on the same one I saving device that you have at home or with you, wherever you go. Um, you can type in those keys. B-O-T-T-Y, Tribe, Y-H-D-H. Once again, for the YouTube page channel, for all those who love to be on YouTube and dance and, and, and run around and jog with the, with the headphones on, listening to YouTube, well, this is some of the voices of the true Israelites talking about some Yahweh, and you can type in those keys uh, for 
uh, 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 for the uh, YouTube channel at B O T T Y Tribe Y H D A. And we always want to let the national audience know those who are listening in, those who are on the uh, international side, we want you guys to take big notes. We want you guys to write down your questions. We want you guys to call in and ask those questions at 224-600-5579. Once again, call in at 224-600-5579. And over to you, Sears Rail of C. Roy. Peacefully, uh, Hosea chapter 11, verse 10. They should walk after Yahweh. Yes. Hosea chapter 11, verse 10. They should walk after Yahweh. He should roar like a lion. When he should roar, the children should tremble from the west. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. chapter 14, verse 1 reads, And Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, verse 13 reads, And Moses said unto the people, Be ye not, stand still, and see the salvation of Yahweh, which he will show to you today. For the Egyptians, whom you have seen today, you should see them again no more forever. And, and, and that's what we're saying about the right side of the temple of Yahweh. 
He said, you know, so the right side, when it's time for the Sabbath day classes and whatever, on the right side, you'll see it no more. I, I said, what you mean by you'll see it no more? He said, we're putting up the blinders up. We're we, we going to get inside here and put the blinders up. He said, now, and after that, you will see it no more. What you see here, you'll see it no more. And I said, well, hallelujah, what? Well, we know what's going to happen. Yeah, what? So when you do, well, yeah, what? You're the tip of and you look and say, I see it no more. What was it? I don't know. But that's what it's all. You'll see it no more. That's all we can say. All right, El. Luke. Chapter 12, verse 12. Get that microphone and lead the way there. Mr. Gibbs, you on the clock, come out. Okay, in the book of Luke, chapter 12, looking at verse 12, 12 says, For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what ye ought to say. That's right, Elder. See, I don't the right spirit do talk. But I had a big dignitary camp. They said, see you now, wait a minute. You know, it's, it's nowhere, he said, he couldn't, he said, we are spiritual. He said, he couldn't in, he couldn't in your mind. Now, you ain't got to wear no more fringes. That was this great, big old uh, organizing thing. Called, you know, the biggest, the biggest Israelite camp on the planet. We don't call it name now. He said, you ain't got to wear no presents. So he said, now, because he's putting it all in your inward part, it's in your inward part. I said, well, I said, well, we all, we all heard of them segments before, but do the Bible support what you just saying? Well, I don't know, do the Bible support, you don't have to wear no presents anymore. That's what I want to know. So I tell you, I, I tell you what, I, I know about the big digging Jerry that tell you he well fringes in his great big old congregation that he'll put you out. I understand that, but when he but but when he say, but when you personally start talking to the old fear, saying you ain't got to do that no more, I said, well, where you get that from? Well, the big digging Jerry say you ain't got well fringes no more. I said, okay. Well, I tell you what I do. We're going to investigate that before we get to the series. So we're going to take a look at what the Yahweh say out of the heavenly tablets of uh, Titus. We want to see what do Yahweh say behind that with that WCC. Are you going to get on the number of the – yeah, I'm going to get back on that. But sometimes you got to make a little detour of WCC. You got to make a little detour and come back. I'm gonna come back there. Don't worry. We gonna we gonna take care of all that. Cause we got the we got the neon lines and the elders and the elders in the wings. So we gonna take care of all that. But I won't take care of this big dignitary. Got the great big Israelite campaign. You know the fringes are done away with now. Let's find what what was said about the fringes and the. 30 and 15, 37, there, young line, Brother Titus. Can you help those say out? What was said about the fringes anyway? Can you help me out? Let's look at 37, I mean, 15, 37, down to verse 41. 
what was said about this Ramses first? Come on. I'll be reading in the book of Numbers of the law. Numbers chapter 15, verse 37 to 41. Numbers chapter 15, verse 37 reads, and Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, verse 38, Speak unto the children of Israel, and bid them that they make them fringes in the border of their garments throughout their generation, and that they put upon the fringe of the border a red band of blue. Verse 39, And it shall be unto you for a fringe, that you may look upon it and remember all the commandments of Yahweh and do them. And that you seek not after your own mind and your own eyes after which you used to go a whoring. Verse 40. That you may remember and do all the commandments and be righteous unto your Yahweh. Now, so according to Wand of Frederick, is a reminder of you to remember the law. Hallelujah. And the reason why you wear the princess, according to what, we, what the young lion just got through reading, it was a reminder of the law. Now, give me a precept on that young lion, Brother Titan. Give me the 32nd chapter of Deuteronomy and pick it at verse number 7. Precept on that. Yes, sir. I want to hear a little bit of this. Here we'll go back to what we were on. I just want to take Captain James on the way of taking Captain James because if, if we feel that something that we was doing that wasn't scripture-wise, I put it down. Hey, just like it is, if, if something is not right and it can be proven through the scriptures, I'm putting it down. Like David said, I'm going to be a, a sweet cleaner in the temple of Yahweh then be out with these, with these old wicked, uh, wicked folks. Go away. What's the reason that y'all lying? You're going to the um, this, uh, book of Deuteronomy chapter, this is uh, chapter 22, verse 12. But no, 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 I don't need 22, 12. I was on uh, 32. Oh, okay. I, the word I want is oh. remember. I want to hear that word. Oh, okay. Again. I want to hear the word called remember. So, no, I want to go to, to hear about this word called remember. Remember what? What it say in verse 7? 32 7. That's what I want to hear. Book of Deuteronomy. Oh, okay. The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 32, verse 7. Remember the days of old. Consider years of many generations. Ask your father, and he will show you. Your elders. And they will tell you. So, so we find out that it is a remembrance. If, if you got to remember about what he said about them branches. Now, Brother Micaiah, he said you got to remember them branches. You got to remember the days old, that's what he said. So let's go mm-hmm. to the prophecy and look at 1 verse 6 through 9. And let's see exactly what's going on. Uh, Brother Micaiah, we're going to Zep- Zephaniah 1, 6 through 9 and see what it says. All right. We're going over there to the book of Zephaniah. You want to read chapter 1, verse 6 down to verse number 9. Going to the book of Zephaniah. 
chapter 1, verse 6 down to verse number 9. Verse 6 reads, And them that are turned back from the YHWH, Yahweh, and those that have not sought the YHWH, Yahweh, nor inquired of him, verse 7, hold your peace at the presence of Yahweh, Yahweh, for the day of the Yahweh is at hand, for the Yahweh hath prepared a sacrifice, he hath bid his guests, verse number 8, and it shall come to pass, in the day of the YHWH, Yahweh, sacrifice, that I will punish the princes and the king's children, and all such as are clothed with strange apparel. Verse 9, in the same day also will I punish all those that leap on the threshold, which fear their master's house with violence and deceit. Yes, see. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he says, <laughs> it's a punishment to have no strange apparel. He gave you fringes. If he catch you with no fringes on, and my thing, now, now, we're going all the way up there, um, young man, uh, and we're going to look at, uh, we're going to, what we want to go in Matthew 22, and let's find out, now here, now here goes, you said I'm going to punish those that are strange apparel, so let's, uh, but before you read that, hey, hey Elder, Mr. Tills, can you help those see out, Elder? Let's talk about something over here in Daniel chapter 7, verse 9 there, Elder. Let's find out something going on. Hey, Elder, Mr. Tills, what do Daniel chapter 7, verse 9 say? Okay, in the book of Daniel, chapter 7, looking at verse number 9, 9 says, I beheld to the thrones were cast down, and the ancient days did sit, whose garment was white as snow, and their hair of his head were like the pure wool. His throne was like the fiery flame, and his wheels was as burning fire. So he goes down, he said, he seen when everything was thrown down. Everything was knocked out. The seven trumpets blew. He see everything. He seen everything knocked down. He said when everything was knocked down and leveled, leveled down, and all of a sudden he seen the father. Oh, yeah, He sees the father, and the father had on a long garment, fringes on it. The father had on all. So it's all been dark. The father going, when he do show up and you got the spiritual body, you will see him with a garment on with some fringes on it. The eye held to everything was cast out. Everything was cast out. He said, I seen it. Then I also seen the father, they had a garment on and some fringes. So now, Elder, what, what did, then the son came in the body and 22, 11 to 13, Elder, and, and, that's, and that's not all we know. I need a little bit more. 
I need a little bit more. I, I got to feed it a little bit more because they go in and reach this verse with Hiram, and they're all over the place. But, Elder, what do it say in 22, verse number 11 through 13? And Brother Micaiah have those fear how they go and miss well, we'll find out what they do. And, and, and then I want, I want the young lion to respond after we read this Hebrews. You look at it 8 through 10 real carefully and tell me what you think about this verse after after the hill will take care of 22, 11 down to verse 13. What's the hell? Okay, what book? Matthew. Shows the book of, okay, Matthews, okay. Yes, sir, Matthew. In the book of Matthews, chapter 22, reading from 11 to 13. 11 says, And when the king came in to see the guests, he saw there, there a man which had not on a wedding garment. So, and he said unto him, And he said unto him, Friend, how camest thou in hither? Not having a wedding garment, and he was. Hey, 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 emphasize that word. Emphasize that word. He said, "Friend." He looked at him and said, <laughs> "Friend." <laughs> emphasize that, <laughs> Okay. And he said unto him, "Friend, how camest thou hither?" not having a wedding garment, and he was speechless. <laughs> Thirteen. Then said the king unto the ser- Okay, twelve, once again. And he said unto him, Friend, how camest thou hither, not having a wedding garment? And he was speechless. Thirteen. Then said the king unto the servants, Bind him hand and foot, and take him away, and cast him into the outer darkness. There shall be a weeping and gasping mm. of teeth. So, Hill, you telling me that Yahweh will see all the guests that made it and the one that don't have on a wedding promise, that means friends is on, he going to call you friend. Hey, friend, you know mm-hmm. you got it. Israelites, 
chapter 8, verse number 10. Verse number 10 reads, For this is the covenant that I will make with the family of Israel after those days, said the Yahuwah. I will put my laws into their mind and write them in their mind. And I will be to them a Yahuwah, and they shall be to me a people. Verse number 11. And they should not teach every man his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, Know the Yahuwah, for all shall know me from the least to the greatest. Now, Father, now y'all lying. Now, now, which one of y'all will get a shout at before we yell out now? Because y'all will be on the battlefield, young lions. So y'all will be on the battlefield and the lot of big dignitary camps, the great big large Israelite camp. They're gonna say, well, they're gonna they're gonna use this verse right here. So now what y'all gonna do with that when they drop this on you right here? What 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 y'all gonna do with that? Now, I wanna hear what the young lions got to say and the hour here is ran back listening to the old young lions too. Now, so they're going to drop this on you now. Especially the, big, the biggest Israelite camp in the world is going to drop this on you. See, you ain't got to wear no fringes no more because uh, he's going to put it in your mind. Mm-hmm. I don't know what y'all Come on. Let, 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 me, let me hear what you young man got to say. All right. Mm. Well, um. I know that we can always go back and, uh, to the scriptures and get some precepts going on. So no, we're going to... Uh, hey, hey, young uh, man, we, are, we already did it. This is a stretch. This is a, this is a bust in the mouth scripture right here. What in this scripture that I ain't going to give it away, but what in this scripture right here... Oh, well, he already be known clearly that he's speaking to the family of Israel. Okay, good. Yeah, that, okay. He made it yeah. Yeah, he said, he said, I'm speaking to the family of Israel, and I'm going to put my laws in their mind. So if he's going to put the laws in their mind, where you go find the laws at? Then we take them back, and we expound on what we just been talking about. If they try to say, hey, you ain't got to wear no fringes no more, but you take them back and let them know numbers, chapter uh, 15, 37 down to 41, and isn't that the law? So if he put the laws in their mind, then you got to take them back and let them see what's in the law. The fringes is in the laws. You see what I'm saying? All right. Yeah, I got you. Hey, you agree with that or you want to add something to that, Brother Titus? Mm. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm agree. I'm agree to what the, what the, Brother Makai is saying. So, you just got to be just found on. I mean, we went back into the law in Numbers, which is um, the fringes will be just being in Numbers 15, 37 through 41. We just go back on what was found on what was written in Numbers 15, 37, and then we can show them the judgment. We went to Zephaniah about if you're not wearing no fringes, what, what are you going to do to you? You know, you're going to destroy those who got strange apparel. And we went to Matthew 22 about that parable. Went to Matthew 22 about mm-hmm. that. You're going to be called your friend. You know, having on mm-hmm. the, he's not having on a wedding garment. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be going. 
He going to catch you to the outer darkness. <laughs> to the book of Luke, chapter 24. Going to the book of Luke, chapter 24, 30 to 32. Luke, chapter 24, verse 30, read. And then it came to pass, as he sat at meat with them, he took bread and blessed it, and break and gave to them. Verse 31. And their eyes were open, and they knew him, and he vanished out of their sight. Verse 32, and it said one to another, do not our mind burn within us while he talk with us by the way, while he open to us the scriptures. Yeah, verse 45, so what, what to put in your inward part, which is your brain, is the scriptures. See, the scriptures tell you to wear a brain. The, the scriptures tell you to keep the Sabbath day. The scriptures say your mind mm-hmm. supposed to burn with that understanding. It ain't got nothing to do with no done away with it. The scriptures tell us what to do. As we speak the scriptures to you, it's supposed to burn your brain to keep the law. Now it's supposed to do. What you reading that young man? I'm reading uh, Luke chapter 24, verse 45. What does it say? 
Dead open. Luke chapter 24, verse 45. Dead open their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. And so what we is to open up your understanding to understand the scriptures. The scriptures tell us what he wants and what he don't want. Because mm-hmm. we, we read over there in Daniel chapter 7, verse 9, when his name was thrown down, then the father showed up with his friends on, and his daughter on, the son had him on, and he, and he said to mm-hmm. one that was in the kingdom, so call you friends. Hey, friends, uh, where is your wedding garment at? And he was speaking. But then it's too late now. You will say what your pastor told you. Your pastor ain't you going to the fire because he said, friend, friend, where is your wedding garment at, friend? Mm-hmm. And then we read what would happen to him by not having the wedding garment on, cast him to outer darkness. We read that. And we can go on and on and on, but we got to get back on to the series. So now. That's why this word, we come on this airways to put this word according to what? First Kings chapter 4, 34 there, verse Titus, what it say? What can we read? First Kings chapter 4, verse 34. All right, we go up to the book of First Kings. Yes, sir. Go up to the book of First Kings chapter 4, verse 34. 1 Kings chapter 4. Verse 34 reads, And there came all the people to hear the wisdom of Solomon from all kings of the earth which had heard of his wisdom. Well, so all of them came to hear the words of Yahweh from Solomon. So they came to hear the words of Yahweh from Solomon. That's you what you're in. You come to hear the words from the six and on the camp of Yahweh. And what you do? 1125, what time? What you do? Ezekiel 1125. And what do you do? All right, Ezekiel 1125. We're going to Ezekiel the Seer. Ezekiel the Seer, chapter 11, verse 25. And I spake unto them of the captivity of all things that Yahweh has showed me. Then I speak to them of the captivity, all the things that Yahweh has shown. And now what we doing? We speaking to you, all the things yeah. that Yahweh has showed up. Tell you, we try to put it in your inward part. That means in your mind, mm-hmm. in your hands, and your feet gonna do the right thing. We get in your mind, right? Because you got, because your mind working according to the scripture, you will know that you're not. That you're not do that. Now, David says in 8 verse 6 there, I'll tell you what David says. Are you going to Psalms 8 verse 6? Yes, sir. I'm going Book of Psalms. I'm going to Book of Psalms, chapter 8. Verse 6 reads, You made it him to have dominion over the works of your hand. You have put all things under his feet. 
In the book of Proverbs, chapter 1, looking at verse number 23, and that says, Turn you at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you. You see what I'm saying? So what spirit got to enter into you today? The words. The words. Hallelujah. This got to be in your inward part. This has got to be in your forehead. And, you, and when your forehead right. talk right, your hand will move the way your forehead tell your hand to go. Right. So, now, your hand will do everything your forehead tell you do. After a word get in your head. And you have to put the word in your head now to keep the Sabbath day, keep the feast day, get in where you fit in it. We come on this broadcast humble to show you our zeal in Yahweh. You want the spirit to enter into you. You get the spirit entered into you now. The word. We tell you his word. Verse 7 out of verse 10. Let's go on your line. Oh, All right, the book of Ezekiel, chapter 2, verse 7 down to verse number 10. Verse 7 reads, And you shall speak my word to them, whether they will hear or rather they will forbear, for they are mm-hmm. most rebellious. Verse 8, But you, son of man, hear what I say unto you. Be not you rebellious like that rebellious family. Open your mouth and eat that I give you. Verse 9. And when I looked, behold, and hand was sent unto me, and lo, a road of a book was therein. Verse 10. And he spread it before me, and it was written within and without. And there was right, there was written Anyway, on you. They put in your eyebrows if they want to. Well, 
if you already know about the Sabbath day, Kip ain't going to make you not keep the Sabbath day. You got to keep the law. And he'll make it plain to you, real plain, um, Brother Titus. And yes, sir. 14 chapters from 9 and 10 are in time problems. He'll make it plain with you now. Look what he says in Revelation 14, 9 and 10. What do he say? All right, we're going to the end time prophecy. The book of Revelation, chapter 14. Verse 9 and 10. Revelation chapter 14. Verse 9 reads, And the third angel followed them, saying, With a loud voice, If any man worship the beast and his image, and receive his mark in his forehead or in his hand, verse 10, the same should drink of the wine of the wrath of Yahweh, which is poured out without mixture, into the cup of his indignation. And he should be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the righteous angels and in the presence of the Lamb. So you see, so if you, if you receive this mark, this image, this image, the same is going to be thrown in the bottom of the lake of fire. So now, now we go on and read what was said, uh, Brother Micaiah. We go on and look at the fear in 9, verse 4 to 11. Let's see what was said in Ezekiel chapter 9, verse 4 to 11. So now if you get this mark, In the same, Yahweh going to do you some damage. We just got through reading that. He's going to do you some damage. But now, mm-hmm. you think the mark is a tip? A barcode code? He says, if you see the mark and his image, it's a little bit more to it. But let's go see what the seal says. And what was told to Ezekiel the seer in 9, verse 4 down to verse 11. What was said that about Micaiah? What was said? Hallelujah. The book, book of Ezekiel the seer, chapter 9, we want to read verse 4 down to verse number 11. The book of Ezekiel the seer, chapter 9, verse 4 reads, And the Yahweh said unto him, Go through the midst of the city, through the midst of Yadah Judah, and set a mark upon the forehead of the men that sigh and that cry for all the abominations that be done in the midst thereof. Verse 5. And to the others, he said in my hearing, go you after him through the city and smite. Let not your eyes spare, neither have you pity. Verse 6. Slate, utterly old and young, both maids and little children and women. But come not near any man upon whom is the mark and be in being at my temple. 
Then they begin at the ancient man, which were before the temple. Verse 7. And he said unto them, Defile the temple, and fill the courts with the slain. Go you forth. And they went forth, and slew in the city. Verse 8. And it came to pass, while they were slaying them, and I was left, that I fell upon my face, and cried, and said, Ah, Yahweh, Yahweh, will you destroy all the residue of Israel? In your point out of the fury upon Yadaju. Verse 9. Then said he unto me, The sins of the family of Israel, the ten northern tribes, in Yadajudah, the southern kingdom, is exceeding great. And the land is full of blood, and the city full of perverseness. For they say, the YHWH Yahweh has forsaken the earth. And the YHWH Yahweh see not. Verse 10. And as for me also, my eyes should not spare. Neither will I have pity, but I will recompense that way upon their heads. Verse 11. Mm. And behold, the man clothed with linen, which had the ink horn by his side, reported. The matter saying, I have done as you have commanded me. Yeah. Now, oh, yeah, this is why the elders do all the time they put in with the young line to get them prepared. Come on, it get you prepared because these things are going to happen. So, this, when they bring you this um, chip and all this, See, you have to know how to let them pump the gums and look at verse 4 again, uh, Brother McCallion. Look at verse 4. Let me show you how you just, how you just, you know, just let out. You remember the young lion read, if you receive his mark and his image, he's throwing you mm-hmm. in the box. Uh-huh. He said, tell you something plainly in verse 4. That's why we got to we got we we read, but we got to know what to read. Verse four, what it say? All right, we're going back and read the book of Ezekiel, chapter nine. We want to read verse number four. Verse four reads, "And the YHWA Yahweh said unto him, Go through the midst of the city, through the midst of Yada Judah, and set a mark upon the foreheads of the men that sigh." And that cry for all the abominations that be done in the midst thereof. So this mark is going to tell us through the precept, this mark is a word that we're getting ready to read, which is the precept, is this mark is a precept word in here, young line, and is read in verse number nine. Let's read the first line. Now here go the mark. He says, so what he was telling you in 
the 14th chapter 9 and 10, if you receive his mark in his image, what is his mark in his image again? It is him, verse 9. The book of Ezekiel, it says, chapter 9, verse number 9 reads, Then said he unto me, The sin of the family of Israel, the northern kingdom, and Yadadju, the southern kingdom. And, and, so the mark is sin. The mark is sin. The mark he's talking about, young lion. Yet he received the mark is sin. Now, since we got that going, now we working on something. So now, so now we find out the mark. If you receive that mark, that means you have left Yahweh's mark, and Yahweh's mark is what? What is Yahweh's mark? Let's go to Psalm, um, go to Micaiah, and we look at. Yahweh's mark in 40 verse 8. What is Yahweh's mark? Huh? And now you know what faith mark is. Yahweh's mark, faith mark is sin. Sin. But what is Yahweh's mark? See, we get to, once we get you on, on this spiritual level about these marks, it may have been what a person put in your hand. Because we're going to read in lessons to come to show you will be running so fast, you don't have time for anything, but it's going to be, it's, this spirit's going to be, we're going to love every minute of it. So right now, uh, Elder, can you help go see Alpha Man Elder? And Second Kings 16, can, uh, can I give me um, 10 through 12 Elder, but still. Uh, can I give me a second king, 16, verse 10 through 12? Hey, what's the tip? What does it say in second king, chapter 16, verse 10 down to verse 12? What does it say, Book of second kings, looking at chapter 16, reading verses 10 to verse number 12. 10 says, and King Azar went to Democritus to meet Tylopisler, king of Assyria, and saw the altar that was Damascus. And King Azar. Hey, what you read? Hey, hey, what you read? You read Second Kings. Uh, Looking at Second Kings 16, 10 to twelve. That's that was that verse number ten. Yes. Well, well, let me let me put that on hold then, because that ain't what I want. I, I want something was said. So, so right now, I'm struggling with that, Elder. That ain't what I want. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave that. I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna come back with that later because that ain't what I want. I'll scratch that. I, and I don't want to tell what I want. I don't even want to tell it. I just leave it alone. Just hold that. Hold it up. Now, um, now, young line. I need two definitions. I need to. I need to go into. Well, not yet. Now I don't need to go in there right now. I want. I want to come back to the mark. Same mark is what again? Yeah. Did you give me that? Did you give me that verse of Brother Mackay that that forty verse? What Yahweh's mark is forty verse eight? Okay. 
I'm going to the book of Psalms, chapter 40, picking up at verse number 8. Verse 8 reads, I delight to do thy will, O my Yahweh. Yes, thy law is within my mind. So, so, so what you got to have, what you got to have in your mind, what is Yahweh's law? Yahweh said it got to be in your mind, in your forehead. The law. Oh, the law got to be in your mind. That's Yahweh's law. And that's why he told you to put the branches on. Because Brenda would talk to you like a natural man to die. You're not. You know, you know, you know, you could do some, you could have put that garner down and, and do some things contrary to my law. So I've got some friends that talk to you. You know, uh, I was on the bus today, some friends were talking to me. My eyes got glued on something. Some friends said, uh, fear. What? You know what? Yeah, you. Uh, yeah, I do know what. Now, say my eyes are out. That was friends, they'll talk to you. So that, that would be in your end with Paul, knowing that the friends is a reminder that don't break my law. Because this flesh is a mold. You know, you see now, as soon as you get a little temperature out here, and you get, you know, you, you get out there, you know, and then, you, you know, everybody just, just out here. See? Really believe that part of law. Now, so we found out that Yahweh's law is the law. Satan's law is sin. Now let's go to Revelation. I mean, uh, uh, so okay, give me Second Thessalonians 2, verse 3. 2, verse 3. All right, we're going over to the book of Second Thessalonians. We want to read chapter two. We want to pick it up at verse number three. We're going over there to the book of Second Thessalonians, chapter two, and we want to pick it up at verse number three. The book of Second Thessalonians, chapter two, verse three reads: Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come. Except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. Well, when the falling away happened in 70 AD, last night lesson, the falling away happened. The son of perdition, perdition, have not been revealed. He's not been revealed, I mean, just. Plainly for the young lions to just be looking for, to just spread out this mugging with the scripture. Now, it's mm-hmm. one the inside prophecy there, young lions. Oh, Brother Micaiah, we're going to the 17th chapter, and we're going to pick it up at verse 8, then we're going to read 1 through 8. Read verse 8, then 1 through 8. All right. We're going to end time prophecy. We're going to the book of Revelation, chapter 17, picking up at verse 8 and dropping down, I mean, going back and reading verse 1 down to 8. The book of Revelation, chapter 17, verse 8, and it reads, The beast that you saw was and is not and shall ascend out of the bottomless pit and go into perdition. And, that, and they that dwell on the earth Shall wonder 
whose names were not written in the book of life from the foundation of the world, when they behold the beast that was and is not and yet is. Verse 1. So this beast, this beast, this beast will go in position, huh? So this beast and and uh, so Titus, what is what is this beast again? Uh, and Deuteronomy, I mean uh, Daniel chapter seven, verse seven and seventeen. What is this beast again? What is this beast? I right, go to the book. We go to Daniel to see it. Chapter seven, verse. 17, Daniel Seer, chapter 7, verse 7 reads, After this I saw in the night vision, and behold, a fourth beast, dreadful and terrible, and strong exceedingly, and it had great iron teeth. It devoured and break in pieces, and stamped the residue with the feet of it. And it was diverse from all the beasts that were before it, and it had ten horns. Verse 17, these great great beasts, which are four, are four kings, which shall rise out of the earth. You see that? So now, so these um, ten horns, and this horn, this is representing something called what we call power. There will be power. And now we gave you the ten horns because we know if you got his writing, those on the international side, and we'll run it down to you about these ten horns, these ten powers. Right, mm-hmm. ten powers. Write it down. Remember, you come back, the will tell you on the tape, you come back and review it in 915, the first horn, Greece. Greece, Luxembourg, United Kingdom. Ireland, Belgium, Italy, Netherlands, Germany, Denmark. There go your there go your ten that first started. It's called the EU today. It's called it's the EU today. That's the ten. So all you gotta do is run down to your ten, and we got the seven. The seven head is Rome, Spain, Great Britain. And out of Great Britain came the power you got right now, the revived Roman Empire. Out of Great, out of Great Britain. Now, remember when Young Lion read it, it was killed and all that old good talk, because because they were gonna go into it, they gonna get hung up around the Renaissance in 193, when a wicked Israelite called. Timothy Varus became emperor in 193. In 193, so they, they went into some trouble in 193 because they, they kingdom was interrupted because the tribe of Judah, except Timothy Varus, jumped in there and took over Rome. And they held Rome down. Oh, they had a little western part going on, but they held them, they held them down they put a word in, uh, Brother Titus, they put a word in that, that everybody think that word means one thing, but no, it don't mean that. This, we're going to break down what it means. And Revelation chapter 20, verse 4, let's read a little bit. Revelation, end time yes, prophecy. Sir. Remember, 
Understand this, listening audience. When John is writing, <clears throat> he's writing from captivity. The young line, Brother Makaya, I'm explaining to you soundly. When you're in captivity in the penitentiary, you got to not steal your letters up because they got to read it. If it's coming in, they got to read it. If it's going out, they got to read it. So everything John was writing was written according to 12 verse 10 that Brother Kyle was getting ready to read. What is that? In Hosea 12 verse 10, Brother Kyle, what was what it say? All right, we're going over to the book of Hosea, chapter 12. We're going to pick it up at verse number 10. The book of Hosea, chapter 12, verse number 10. And it reads, I have also spoken by the seers, and I have multiplied visions and used similitudes by the ministry of the seers. Similitude, I compared something. I compared something to that. So when I was talking, I was using similitude, and I was talking like um, Jeremiah 15, 3, Brother Micaiah. This is how I was talking, 15, verse 3. All right. We're going to the book of of Jeremiah to see We're going to read chapter 15. We're going to pick it up at verse number 3. The book of Jeremiah. This is chapter 15, verse 3 reads, And I will appoint over them four kinds, says the Yahweh, the sword to slay, and the dogs to tear, and the fowls of the heavens, and the beasts of the earth to devour and destroy. <laughs> so he said these four kingdoms are going to treat you like, like, a, like a dog, like a wild dog treat them. They pray. That's how the four, these four kingdoms are going to treat you. See, that's how John was right. He couldn't tell you about the kingdom. He was letting you know that Jeremiah, you always been, you've been in captivity so long that everybody has to write according to Ezekiel 17 1. That's why you can read this Bible all you want to. But do you know what it says about Paul Micaiah in 17 verse 1? What is that? Ezekiel 17, 1, Brother Mackay. We're going over to the book of Ezekiel, the seer, chapter 17, and we want to pick it up at verse number 1. The book of Ezekiel, the seer, chapter 17, verse 1, reads, And the word of the YHWH Yahweh came unto me, saying, 2. Son of man, put forth a riddle, and speak a parable unto the family of Israel. Hey, that! You hear what the man is saying? Look here, Ezekiel, no, you can't speak to them like speaking like you, you know. You got to speak to them in a real, real, in a, in a real. You got to use mm-hmm. terrible. See, that, see, this, the children of Israel, we've been in bad shape for a long time. We've been, we've been in captivity so long when the seer came to you in different parts of the world, they had to speak to you in riddles and parables. Then when Yahweh the Son came in, that's why I said you can, you know, read this book all you want. 
unless you taught by the six anointed camps of voices of the truth, right? You just read this Bible. Because this Bible's in dark sand, it's in coal, it's in uh similar to look what it says, uh Brother Micaiah thirteen thirteen and thirty four thirty five or thirteen chapter Matthew. And when young Walk came, he didn't change. And uh El, tell me that Mark chapter four verse nine through eleven waiting on me. So you gotta understand something. When this man was talking, he wasn't talking to you like the Christian pastors and the Pope talk. The first man was talking in Matthew 13, 13, 34, and 35. Come on there. Come on there, young lion. All right. We're going to the book of Matthew, chapter 13. We're going to verse 13, 34, and verse 35. The book of Matthew, chapter 13. And it reads, Therefore speak I to them in parables, because they sin, see not, and hearing, they hear not, neither do they understand. Verse number 34, All these things say Yahweh the Son unto the multitude in parables, and without a parable say he not unto them. Verse 35, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the seer, saying, I will open my mouth in parables. I will utter things which have been kept secret from the foundation of the world. Did you get the land of And what's been kept secret from the foundation of the world? Deuteronomy 29, 29. Y'all mind how long I got to wait? Cut it when you put the book on it. 
The man going to punish you for not having praises on. It's like that, that game called the music of Carol. Ten Carols and 11 people. When the music stops, somebody ain't going to have a beat. And it's going to be you if you ain't got your praises on. You see? Because you've been totally done away with. That is the mark of Satan the devil. That's the mark of Satan the devil talking to your pastor. Okay, good. That's enough of that. Now, um, so, where we at? What, what's the last verse you read there, y'all, line? Well, we just so got finished. Yeah, El, yeah, Elder got something funny. Hey, what you got from the Elder? You showed me the whole mark, chapter 4, verse uh, 11. Nine through eleven. Uh, nine nine through eleven. eleven. Nine through eleven. Nine through eleven. Yes, sir. Nine, okay, you want to read it? Nine through eleven. Yes, sir. Look, nine through eleven. Okay. Verse number nine. And he said unto them, that he had ears to hear, let him hear. Ten. And when he was alone, they that were about him, were the twelve, asked of him the parable. 11. He said unto them, Unto you it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of Yahweh, but unto them that are without, all these things are done in parables. You see that? So when you're without, see, when you're not, when you're not bumping shoulder with the six anointed camp, you call for details 224 that's the international mind. To find out how close within 70 miles you are to one of the six camps. Listen, you can read this Bible all you want, but you've got to follow the protocol. You've got to do what the man's saying. The man got signs out here. The sign is his mark. Do you know what Yahweh's mark is? Well, Brother Titus is getting ready to read what his mark is. Ezekiel 20, 05, 10 through 12, 19 and 20. Listen good at Yahweh's mark. He got marked, yes, but Satan got marked. Satan's mark is the counterbalance to Yahweh's mark. Mm-hmm. And bow down and you examine yourself. What mark do you have? You waiting on the mark of the beast, which is called the mark of the system, and we're going to read Haiti. <laughs> Get the mark even in grammar school by Brother Kaya look up the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag. Let's read that and find out when did that come into play. And when you send your kids to school and they learn Pledge of Allegiance to the flag. I want to hear a little bit more mm-hmm. about that. It's a point I'm going to bring out. Because the mark is the system that was set up by Rome and this beast, this nation that came out of Rome that we're going to read in 17 chapter, verse 11 of Revelation. It's going to be a little horn owl. What you mean, how do I know it means power? Hey, Elder, what's this? Let's go to Sirach chapter 47, verse 7. Born means power. <laughs> so 
let me let me let me take care of this loud day thing real quick. Hey, hey, El, Mr. Till, can you uh, help those three out by going to slide 47 verse 7? Okay. Looking at the book of Sirach, chapter 47, and looking at verse number 7. 7 says, For he destroyed the enemies on every side, and brought to naught the Philistines, his adversaries, and break their horn in Sutter unto this day. You see that? So, he broke the horn. He broke the horn of the Philippines. When the Philippines now, we know we'll get ready. We'll go in and take a look at what was the Philippines and who got their horn broke. I back up here to the Psalms and see where he pulled that from. The 89th chapter, verse 17 and 18. So we're gonna uh, take a look at that, and we're gonna find out. See, remember. All these big dignitaries, all these big camps all over the world, they winging it now. They listen to the voices of the true Israelites. They know the voices of the true Israelites is at hand to come. And what we bring to the table is showing you that you've been taught wrong through the scriptures. You ought to know what the horns mean. He says about these two little horns, except you got to find what the horns mean. Psalm 89, mm-hmm. 17, 18, what the hell? Okay. okay, can you say that again? I was mumbling over what you were Psalm saying. Psalm 89. Psalm chapter 89, get down to verse 17 and 18. Then young line, Micaiah, I want to go and see exactly what you're talking about when you precept your Bible. And first Samuel 17, 3, 4, and 23. I want to find out what's going on there, Brother Micaiah. And first Samuel 17, 4, and 23. After Elder read of 89, verse 17 and 18. What does it say to Elder? Psalms 89, looking at 17 and 18. 17 says, For thou art the glory of their strength, and in thy favor our horn shall be exalted. 18. For the Yahweh is our defense, and the righteous one of Israel is our king. So horns means what? Strength. Horns means strength. See, remember, deep dog says, the horn is talking about the strength of a people, a person, individual. That was the horns mean strength. Now let's find out who horn got broke. Now we're going to find out about Brother Micaiah by precept in the Bible and see exactly what you're talking about. What, what are we talking about? And we go on and read and find out somebody had their horns broke. Who? We're going to find out about Brother Micaiah. We're going to look at the 17th chapter, verse 3. And four and twenty-three. What is that, young man? The book of First Samuel, chapter seventeen, verse three, four, and verse twenty-three. The book of First Samuel, chapter seventeen, verse three reads: 
And the Philistines stood on a mountain on the one side, and Israel stood on a mountain on the other side. And there was a valley between them. Verse 4. And there went out a champion out of the camp of the Philistines named Goliath of Gath, whose height was six cubits and a span. Verse 23. And as he talked with them, behold, there came up the champion, the Philistine of Gath, Goliath by name, out of the armies of the Philistines, and spake according to the same words, and David heard him. Slang it 
and smote thee in his forehead, that the stone sunk into his forehead, and he fell upon his face to the earth. Verse 50. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a slain and with a stone, and smote the Philistine and slew him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. 51. Therefore David ran and stood upon the Philistine and took his sword and drew it out of the chest thereof and slew him and cut off his head therewith. And when the Philistines saw their champion was dead, they fled. Verse 52. So they captured with what? The horn. The horn of the Philippines was their power, their champion, and David slew, cut off the head of the horn. Who was that? Goliath, the big champion, the champion. They think their champion go out. Same thing will happen. All of the teachings around the world will be taken down by the voices of the true Israelites because if you've been taught wrong, you don't know who you are. You don't know what you're supposed to be doing. He's going to tell you the same thing. Friend, why you don't have a wedding garment on? Why you come here with no fringes on? Mm. Friend, cast them mm. into the back. He's going to call you friend. But then you, you got to go to the back. Your preacher's not going to teach you this. Because your, your, your preacher got the mark. And the mark coming from this organization that we just got to read. Now this little word called remember. The son of addition got to be revealed. You got to know who the son of addition is. What is the definition of the word addition? We're going to bring it out for me. I need the definition so we can get to working on this thing. What is the definition of Read again, Brother Micaiah. Read chapter Thessalonians uh, 2, verse 3. This is for the national audience. Then, Elder, a young lion, Titus, give me that definition, what this word tradition means. And then, yes, sir. Uh, then look up, then give me that, Brother Titus, give me page 142 of the Compact Bible Dictionary. You know? Yes, sir. I mean, this is like, it's like dropping a bulldozer down on some hot bugs. And we're going to enjoy this right here. You, I don't know why yeah, I can get my verse. That's, yeah. I don't know why can I get my 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 my, um, my verse. Now, All right. I'm going to them again and that's Second Kings uh, 1016. I, I, I get my, my Jehu, what he's saying after he was anointed. He was anointed and and he and he became king over the northern kingdom. And his first assignment was to um, he talked to his men about 80 of them. He told them something and that's what I want to say but I, I didn't hear I didn't hear it read as much. I wonder what second King sixteen or uh, ten sixteen. But yes, I, just, sir. I don't know. Wonder that what it was. Um That's that's second, your point there. That's his second case, ten sixteen. 
said, well, 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 can I hear that? Can I hear that and get happy? Can I hear, uh, Hallelujah, can I get it out the way in your line? You know, I need, I need to get that out the way so I can get happy. What it says, I'm, and you're going to take your time and get those things happy. All right, we're going to the book of 2 Kings, chapter 10, verse 16. 2 Kings, chapter 10, verse 16, reads, And he said, Come with me and see my zeal for Yahweh, so that made, made him ride in his chariot. Yeah, yeah, come, yeah, that's the same thing. Come see my, come see our zeal. Let's see what his zeal was in the next two verses. What, what, what was his zeal? What? What what did he want after he was anointed to be king? What did he want them to come see his zeal by doing what? Come on. All right, uh, read verse seventeen. Yes, yeah, seventeen. Okay, verse, out seventeen. verse twenty. All right, seventeen and twenty. Second Kings chapter ten, verse seventeen. And when he came to Samaria, he slew all that remained unto Ahab in Samaria. He had destroyed him according to the saying of Yahweh, which he spake to Elijah. Verse 18. And Jehu gathered all the people together and said unto him, Ahab, serve Baal a little, but Jehu shall serve him much. Verse 19. Now therefore, could all the shepherds teach of Baal and his servants, and all his priests, let none of them be wanted. For I have made, for I have a great sacrifice to do to Baal. Whosoever should be wanted, he should not live. But Jehu did it in subtility to the tip that he might destroy the worshippers of Baal. Verse 20. And Jehu said, Proclaim in Solomon assembly for Baal. And they proclaimed it. Mm-hmm. And what happened in verse 30? And, 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 when, and when he used the utility, that means he used a sly way to get to get everybody to come through that. But what did Yahweh think? The way he used the utility, he was slick by what he was doing. But what did Yahweh mm-hmm. say behind that in verse 30? St. Chief, chapter 10, verse 30. And Yahweh said to Jehu, because you had done well and executed that which is right in my eyes, and has done unto the house of Ahab, according to all that was in my mind. Your children of the fourth generation shall sit on the throne of Israel. You see that? You see what Yahweh said? The way you set it up, it was well. He's got approval of it. See, sometimes, you that's know. That's why I got happy. What is written in Romans. Hey, hey can you read me uh, 417 of uh, uh, Romans, Elder? See, you got to understand something. When we come on this broadcast, we got a lot of zeal. Because Yahweh, we clearly, Yahweh have blessed us, passed his word on, and we're we going to deal with it. Now, look what WCC just said. Well, still, we're going to cut off my for the rest of the night. Keep you talking because you're getting too happy. Ain't that something? So, you see, the 
WCC and Latter-day Saints and Roman Catholic Church, they're going to do their part. That's probably what you're telling you. Don't take this ministry for granted. Learn as much as you can as fast as you can. Because Hallelujah. we're going to reveal if you get in where you fit in at. You just can't be a hearer of this word. God, just do it as word. Don't be just a hear it as word. Are we aqua? When you get in where you fit in at. Because, you Definition for a word you asked about prediction. You wanted to know uh, what prediction meant. No, I, I, no I, I, I just gave a scripture. I just gave a scripture in my zeal, but it got away from me. It got away from me because it was Romans, in the of Yahweh. said um, Romans. I'm going to say it. Unless you are. Romans chapter 4, Romans verse 17. Four. You said Romans chapter 4, verse 17. Yes, sir. Yes, right. Yeah, you can, can, I, can I have that L417, what it say? 17 says, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even Yahweh, who quickened the dead, and calleth those things which he had not as though they were. Yahweh. See, we call things in advance because we know it's going to happen because Yahweh, see, we know they're going to flock into the six anointed camps all over the known world. And Yahweh, he's saying, so, but, but, but get the teachers in order. Get the elders, get the teachers, get them all in order because I'm going to make my move big with the ministry of the six anointed camps. In advance, he said, my sign going to be the things I'm you know, you got to call it. Just like we call it now that you will see no more on the right side of the temple site, time, you won't see nothing there. Like ain't nothing else there. Because Yahweh is going to do his thing with the six anointed camp. But you got to know what this man is saying and he's trying to tell you to do. You must know his word. Then I'm going to tell you about, I'm going to put it in your mind and your, your forehead and your hand. It's still talking about your mind. And what to put in your mind, only thing go in your mind is words. It could be wild words, receive this mark, or Satan words, mm-hmm. and receive this mark. Mm-hmm. Satan is a counterfeit. He's going to be right. opposite of what Yahweh is saying. Yahweh told mm-hmm. his disciples, his followers, elders, in the 14th chapter of St. John, 29 30. He made a statement about this man called Satan the devil. What did he say out in St. John chapter 14, 29, 30? What did he say? Okay, in the book of St. John, chapter 14, looking at 29 and 30. 29 says, Peace I leave you with. My peace I give unto you, not as the world, no, no, no. Yeah, you're not reading. You're not reading John 14. 29. 29. Okay. He said, St. John, 
You said Psalms? Uh, John chapter 14, verse 29 and 30. That's what I'm, so, okay, Psalms 29 and 30. Uh, he's at John. Okay, okay, John okay, okay you read it. You you read it, um, Brother T. Yes, sir. All right, uh, the the book of John, chapter fourteen, verse twenty-nine and thirty. And I have told you before it come to pass that when it come to pass, you might believe. Verse thirty. Hereafter, I will not talk much with you. For the print of this world coming and have nothing in me. So this print of this world is going to be the counterbalance of this world saying the devil. He's going to tell you keep Sunday, keep Christmas, keep New Year, keep calling him mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. That's how he's going to mm-hmm. talk. That's what I told you, ain't but. He told you plainly, um, Mr. Tilson, 1, 16, verse 13, he made it plain to you. What he say in Psalm 1, 16, verse 13, Elder? Uh, Elder, what he said that we can read at 1, 16, 13 of Psalm? What did he say? Looking in the book of Psalms, looking at chapter 116. Verse number 13. And 13 says, I will take the cup of salvation and call upon the name of Yahweh. So salvation is in the name. How many letters is that, L? Four letters. Y-H-W-H. That's what salvation is. The cup of salvation is in the four letters. But Satan's going to tell you, no, it's in Jesus Christ, our Lord. No. But look what he says to the chief speaker of the nation of Israel in Acts 4.12. Now, you, if you got the one sixteen thirteen, salvation okay. is in the four letters. Salvation is the child of life. It's in the four letters. Y-H-W-H, salvation. Now, the chief speaker of the nation of Israel concealed the deal when he, when he was on the clock and Acts 4.12. What did he say else? In the book of Acts, chapter 4, verse 12, neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other, no other name under the heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. So it ain't but one name gonna get you the salvation you want. And that was the salvation you want, you just got to read it. Look the preacher. Mm-hmm. Lord God Jesus Christ is gonna get you thrown in the bottom of the fire. That's not his name. Salvation is mm-hmm. in the four letter. Mm-hmm. He said oh, yeah, well. name for salvation. Acts four twelve. It ain't but one name for salvation. Then the elder precept that from 113, 116, 13 is the four letters. Peter came back and said, that's, that's it, that's it. If you ain't calling about the four letters, you're just wasting your time. Your time going mm-hmm. out. 
That's why this man of sin must be revealed. And what do what do that word prediction mean again, uh, Elder? What does that word mean? Prediction means to forecast. Short short definition of it is to forecast. That word was first uh, used, I believe, in the 1500s. Uh, well, no, I, 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 need, I, need, I need some good heaven in that, yo. I need some heaven in that. The word, the son of addition means another word. Oh. So we can do some freak stuff. I need, what do that word? I need another word that I can really do some precept on. So I need something in there that can precept the word. The son of addition. Give me another definition of, of what do it mean? I son of addition was uh, sin or Satan? No, no. I, I yep. need to read a definition of the man of the son of addition. I need another word that I need to read. I need somebody going to that one out Satan and read me the definition of the of perdition. Give me another word that we can work with. You got something in your mind? Yes, sir. Second Thessalonians. Okay. No, no. I, I need something from the telephone. The definition of the word perdition. I need a a nice word by just some preach up on it. What you got in your line? All right. I got the sort of prediction of the God questions. Uh, it says the word prediction means eternal damnation or utter destruction. Destruction? Excellent. Damnation and destruction. That's what I want. Damnation and destruction. The sort of prediction that you read, you go in your phone and the the definition you write down is damnation and destruction. So whoever is found of addition to you is to him is going to be damnation and destruction. So if you follow the man of sin, it is damnation and destruction. Now we got something. So those two words we write down there, yo, damnation and destruction. So now we go back in the Bible. And see who this fits. Read me that verse again. Then add them two definitions to that word to get people excited and get happy. Damnation and destruction. Second Thessalonians 2 verse 3. After you read that position, put in meaning damnation or dis- destruction. Now we can go from there and get to go business. Come on, Elder. Okay, Second Thessalonians, chapter 2, verse number 3. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first, and that that man of damnation or destruction No, no, no. That's not, no, no. What word is that? Oh, hold on, yo. What yeah. word is this? That? that man of what? That son of who? Man, that man of sin be That revealed. man of perdition. The, the son of perdition. The son of perdition. That's what we read now? Now, what's that word mean again? 
Damnation and destruction. Damnation and destruction. That's what the word means. So this throne of perdition has got to be revealed. Throne of perdition got to be revealed because this man is damnation and destruction. That's what it means. So now, when we read that verse, the throne of perdition, damnation and destruction. Oh, so this throne of perdition is damnation and destruction. So now you got people's attention. Because you read on the phone and find out the two best meanings. Now let's go find out who you're talking about. Come on there, young man. Come on, give me that page 142 of the, uh, that compact Bible dictionary. Let's find out who you're talking about. Yeah. All right, I'm reading out of the, uh, the Zetterbar Compact Bible Dictionary, uh, page 142. Yeah. All right, Edom. Edom figures prominently in the prophetic scripture as the scenes of great future judgment. She is the only neighbor of the Israelite who was not given any promise of mercy from Yahweh. Ain't that something? Esau. Esau is not given any mercy in their own history book. Of mercy when he comes. The sinners of Esau and his five sons that rules the world today. Matter of fact, mm-hmm. uh, what it say here in uh, Job 9:24. So we talk about the son of addition. That what the two words again? What the two words again on the phone? What the two words again mean? What's the two words again? Damnation. Damnation and destruction. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was loud enough. Damnation and destruction. The start of means damnation and destruction. Keep these two words in mind now. Hope you make a note of them. Damnation and destruction. Keep them in two words. We're going to find out something. Mm-hmm. Only we'll find out something. What is that so we can read? In the book of Job, looking at chapter 9, reading verse 24. I think that's what I heard. 24 says, The earth is given into the, land, into the hand of the wicked. He converted the faces of the judges thereof. If not, where and who is he? So the earth right now is in the hand of the wicked. Now, precept that's mm-hmm. 28, 20, uh, uh, 29, verse 1 of uh, Proverbs. Now, precept that. Hallelujah. Okay. So now, Let me even, hear that again. The earth, who run in the earth now, is in the hand of the wicked. So we're going to precept that, Elder. 29, 1, yeah, 29, 1 of Proverbs. Peter, you okay. know it. You got to precept the Bible. The Bible starts talking real big. Hold it. Once you start popping the scriptures in, remember you read Joel Ishikar's boy say, the earth is in the hand of the wicked. Now, what we're going to do now, we're going to look at a verse. Uh, Proverbs 20. in the 28th. What I want? 29 verse 2. Uh, Proverbs. 29 verse 2. Thank you. 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 Thank you
Now, Hell, read that Proverbs 29, too. Chapter 29, verse 2. He says, when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But when the wicked bear rule, the people mourn. Mm-hmm. Uh, what kind of state, what kind of state we in right now? Which one is up? When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. I, I, well, as a nation, we ain't rejoicing. So we know one thing: the nation not. is not ruled by is not ruled by the righteous. But then it says, right. when the wicked bear rule, the people mourn. What, 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 what we in? We mourn everywhere. Feel? We don't know what's going mm-hmm. on. We can feel our heads down. You know, uh, our kids shot in the middle of the street. Everybody got no patience with nobody. We mourning right now. Why? Because the wicked is the one that's ruling the world today. The wicked. We just ain't put a name on the wicked right now, but we're going to before this broadcast over. Right now, you know who you pay your bills to, don't you? Mm-hmm. When you're trying to pay your light bill, your light bill, your gas bill, your phone bill, your insurance to the right, that means you rejoice. <laughs> or if you're paying your bills to the wicked and you mourn it. Always, you know one thing. Knock, knock. Who is that? You know who I am. I'm Bill. I come in. Mm-hmm. I come all. My name is Bill. Huh? My name is Bill. Always, you gotta look up at the box somewhere. Here come old Bill. Here come Bill. Bill is the one you paying your what you pay to. That is the wicked. Know who you paying to? They put no name to it. That is the wicked, according to the Bible. Remember, everybody in the Bible used cold, all type of different, uh, uh, deep, dark sins because they couldn't talk straight out because they get their head turned off, cut off, and they had to give you the message. You got it? Good. Now, all right, good enough. We'll save enough on that. So now, what we left off on? Okay, now, let's go back. We found about this, this wicked. Now, what should the definition of the word saw mean? Hey, young lion, can you help me out? What do Esau mean? What do the word Esau Definite. mean? The word Esau mean? Esau. Uh, for time's sake, for time's good way, it means wasted away is he. Wasted away. Wasted away is he. Yes, sir. Wasted away is he. That is the definition of Esau. When mm-hmm. Isaac looked at Esau, definition in the Hebrew of the word Esau, Isaac first saw means wasted away is he. What do you mean by wasted away? What do we mean? You got to preach up your Bible and see what it means. Let's go to a young man. Let's watch it in Numbers chapter 12. Let's find out what it means by yes, the way it is. We're going to Numbers yes, chapter sir. 12. Definition of Esau is wasted away is he. 
Now you got to go precept your Bible and see what that means. What you wasted away that we can read? What that mean that we can read? We go on, look at 12, and we'll look at verse number 12 and 13. We're going to find out what do that mean by when you look up in the Hebrew of the word for Isaac and a son called Jacob, he called Israel. He had two sons, Esau and Jacob. Esau was the firstborn son. When he come out of his mother's womb, he named him in the Hebrew Esau. What that means, wasted away is he. What that means? We go and read the precept and see what that means. We're going to Numbers chapter 12, and we're going to look at verse 10, 10 down to verse 13. Now, here goes the definition of, of the word Esau, wasted away is he. Make a note of it. What do Esau mean in the Hebrew, wasted away is he? What do you mean? Go in the Bible and see. We're going to Numbers chapter 12, 10 down, 10 down verse 13. Come on, y'all line. Come on. All right, the book of Numbers of the law, chapter 12, verse 10 to 13. The book of Numbers, chapter 12, verse 20. Verse 10 reads, And the cloud departed from off the tabernacle. And behold, Miriam became leprous, white as snow. And Aaron would look upon Miriam, and behold, she was leprous. Verse 11. And Aaron said unto Moses, Alas, my Yahweh, I beg you, lay not the sin upon us, Wherein we have done foolishness, and wherein we have sinned. Verse 12. Let her not be as one dead, of whom the flesh is half consumed, when he cometh out of his mother's womb. Verse 13. And Moses cried unto Yahweh, saying, Heal her now, O Yahweh, I beg you. Ain't that something? You, you, you hear what the Bible saying? The Bible saying, um, that's why they parted and men became white as snow. And Aaron called being white as snow as a what in verse number 11? He called that sin. Mm-hmm. Aaron said to Moses, that sin, white as snow, white looking is a sin. According to Aaron telling Moses, then Moses thought to climb. Mm-hmm. Aaron, then Aaron explained to Moses what Miriam, his sister, looked like in his eyes. He said in 12, let her not be as one dead, of whom the flesh is as consumed when it come out of his mother's womb. Then Moses started crying. Mm-hmm. Everybody had a cry. Everybody started crying. They looked at Moses was, Aaron was 86. Miriam was 84, and Moses was 80. They never seen nobody look like that. And not in daily living. They never seen nobody look like that. Not in the other white living. White. Mm-hmm. And no, 
They didn't see it. Everybody started crying. When you, according to the Bible, when you look white, it looked like you had consumed as you coming out your mother's womb. So when Esau was born, he named him Esau. That would uh, Isaac named his boy Esau. Because he, cause he was wondering, you, you, you ain't finished. You, 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 you're not finished. Where's the brown at? Where's the brown at? Mm-hmm. So he called him Esau. Wasted away is he. Because he didn't see the melanin. He was looking like a, a, a right. right. So he was looking at him, and that's why he named Esau. Wasted away is he in the Hebrew. Because he didn't have no brown on it. So you understand? So we're talking about Esau and who fit that today? Who the people that have no melanin skin? If you want to know that, tonight on the 10 o'clock news, look at the shirt and look at the face. Shirt's going to be white, but the, but the face going to be red. Blood shows mm-hmm. you the skin. So they tell you who it is. This son of addition. It's, it's making a claim with you, but we go going a little further. Let's go. Again, Yahweh, I'll tell you something. It's called Young Lion. Now, remember, the word son of addition, we read 2 verse 3, has two meanings to it. What is the two meanings again? Damnation and destruction. Damnation and destruction. Now, we're going to find out. We're going to Romans chapter 9, verse 7, down to verse 13, and 18, down to verse 23. Now, now we're going to see, do you believe what the Bible says? Now, listen to what Yahweh says to Paul, to the Israelites mm-hmm. in Rome. Now, Paul is over to the business of the Israelites in Rome, and 9... Verse number, for time's sake, pick it the verse 9 9, 9 9 to 13, 18 to 23. Y'all mind taking time and let's, let's enjoy this good reading. Come on. The book of Romans, chapter 9, verse 9 to 13. Skip down, verse 18 to 23. Romans, chapter 9, verse 9 reads For this is the word of promise. At this time will I come, and Sarah shall have a son. Verse 10, and not only this, but when Rebekah also had conceived by one, even by our father Isaac, verse 11, for the children being not yet born, neither have they done any good or evil, that the purpose of Yahweh, according to election, might stand, not of works, but of him that calleth. Verse 12. It was said unto her, the elder shall serve the younger. Verse 13. As it is written, Israel have I loved, but Esau have I hated. Get thou verse 18 to 23. Verse 18 reads, Therefore had he Mercy on whom he would have mercy, and whom he would 
he will heart. Whom he will, he heart. Verse 19. You will say, did unto me. Why do we yet find fault? For who had resisted his will? Verse 20. Nabal, man, who are you that replied against Yahweh? So the thing formed save him that formed it. Why has you made me thus? Verse 21. Had not the potter power over the clay of the same lump to make one vessel unto honor and another unto dishonor? Verse 22. What if Yahweh willing to show his wrath and to make his power known and do a much long suffering? The vessels of wrath fitted to destruction. Verse Stop 23. Sovereign there. Sovereign there. Sovereign there. You got two vessels here. One vessel, according to 21, a vessel, it was to be an honor, and another vessel, it was to be dishonor. What did he say in verse 18? Verse 18. Romans chapter 9, verse 18. Therefore, has he Mercy on whom he will have mercy, and whom he will he heart. He says he have mercy on who he want to have mercy on, and who he hides he hides. So, mm-hmm. uh, Elder, can you read one verse one eighteen twenty three, so we can be clear of Psalm one eighteen twenty three. Elder, look what he says in one eighteen verse twenty three of Psalm. Elder, still, he said he show mercy on who he want to. He the one set this up. When the son came and got the book out of his hand, the fifth chapter, it was a done deal on everybody. He hardens who he want to harden. Mm-hmm. He showed mercy on who he wanted. He made one vessel for honor. He made one vessel for dishonor. Meaning, he made one people that can come back to it. He made another people that can't come back to it. Mm-hmm. You know, this is his. Look what he's saying in 118, 23. Hey, hey, hey. What he's saying, Psalm 118, 23. <laughs> Book of Psalms, chapter 18, 118, verse 23. This is the Yahweh's doing. It is marvelous in our eyesight, in our eyes. So you, so you see what he's saying, Elder? He said, this is Yahweh's doing. And we both say, this is marvelous in our eyesight because he's already called the hands of the beginning. Now, we are Look what man says out of the regular book of Ecclesiastes 115. Hey, Elder, what's the deal? In the regular book of 115, look what he told Solomon to put it right, the wise man in the world. Look what he says in one fifteen. In the book of um, Ecclesiastes. Okay. Ecclesiastes. In the book of, yeah. I know it was. Uh, okay, you want to read it, uh, Brother T? Come on, yeah, Okay. In the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter one. Looking at verse number 15. 
15 says, that which is crooked cannot be made straight, and that which is warning cannot be numbered. What he made crooked, you can't say not what he made crooked. He made one vessel of honor and one vessel of dishonor. He made one vessel crooked, straighten out a crooked vessel that he made crooked. Now go to 713, Elder, same book, Ecclesiastes 713. So you got to understand this is Yahweh's doing. When his son received the book in Revelation chapter 5. It was a done deal. The son read his part in there, and he read the part he got to play, and now you're reading the part that everybody got to play. He picked one people to be dishonored and one people to be honored. And a people that was one vessel and one vessel of dishonor. Then Brother Titus read, and he read again in 913, who these two vessels is. Read again, there, young man. Romans 913. By name. The book of Romans. Book of Romans, chapter 9, verse 13 reads, As it is written, Israel, have I love, but Esau have I hated. Because this is the book that the father had in his hand in Revelation chapter 5. The son came and got the book out of his hand. And he read, and you can't alter nothing that was read. So this was read by the elder in Ecclesiastes 7, 13. What is that, elder? In Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse number 13, it says, Consider the work of Yahweh, for who can make that straight which he ha- had made crooked? He was a man's How you going to stay now, son, that he made crooked? He was a man's Consider the work of Yahweh's hand. Yahweh made a vessel of dishonor. He made a vessel of honor. Yahweh made a people crooked. Read again, El. Ecclesiastes 7.13. Read again. Ecclesiastes 7.13 says, Consider the work of Yahweh, for who can make straight which he had made crooked? You hear the man in the The man asked you a question. The man has asked you a question. If he made something crooked, you can't alter what the father had a role we read in Revelation chapter 5, verse 1. The book was sealed in, the seventh seal. The seventh seventh completion. So when the son grabbed the book, everything was already completed. He just read his part. So now when you go and read Malachi chapter 1, young line, 1 through 4, this is your wild doing. That's why you got to know your, your, the Bible. You got to know what the Bible mm-hmm. says. So the son of perdition 
must be revealed. You must know who he is. If you don't know who he is, you're going to be still thumbing around, thinking somebody's going to deliver you, and you're going to miss the smoking gun. See? Mm-hmm. What? Jimmy read the prophecy of what Yahweh did. What did he do that we can read, y'all learn? Malachi chapter 1, the, 1 down to verse 4. The book of Malachi, the seer, chapter 1, verse 1 to 4. Malachi chapter 1, verse 1 reads, The burden of the word of Yahweh to Israel by Malachi, the seer. Verse 2, I have loved you, said Yahweh. Yet you say, Where has you loved us? Was not Esau's, Jacob's brother, Israel, said Yahweh. Yet I love Israel. Verse 3, And I hate it. Esau, and laid his mountains and his heritages, waits for the dragons of the wilderness. Verse 4, Whereas Esau and his five sons said, We are prophets, but we will return and build the desolate places. Thus said Yahweh of hosts, They shall build, but I will throw down, and they shall call them the border of wickedness, and the people against whom Yahweh have indignation forever. You see The book was sealed mm-hmm. when John was reading a prophecy in the fifth chapter. The Father had him done all the work in the book. Once he got through what he was doing, he told his son. Now you read and tell me, do you understand what you're getting ready to read? Huh? Then when he mm-hmm. read, he gives the name. Do y'all understand what y'all read? Yeah. Now get down and find the seer. And make sure the seer understands what he reads. What the seer say? He understands. Okay. The seer got it now. Get to the elders. And see, do they Yaqua. understand what he's saying? Elders say, yeah, I got it. I got it. Where the elders go? He go find the teacher. And the teacher right. say, I understand what you're saying, Elmer. Now, teachers go to the family, the father, the mother, the children. And mm-hmm. it's the order of that. You're not going to break the order of what Yahweh got written in this Bible. That's the way it is. That's why you got to understand what this Bible says. You study waiting on somebody else to pull you out of what you're in, and it's getting worse and worse, and your time is running out. You got the big smoking gun, the big elephant right in your kitchen, and you're, you're kicking, and you don't even see it. Because mm-hmm. it's all Christianity, Islam, and Judaism. That's what happened. Go to Isaiah 34, 1 through 5, young lion. Yes, sir. Isaiah Go to Isaiah 34, 1 through 5. Go to the book Isaiah to chapter 34. Verse 1 through 5. Isaiah, the seer, chapter 34. Verse 1 reads, Come here, you nations, to hear, and hearken, you people, let the earth hear, and all that is therein, the world, and all things that come forth of it. Verse 2. For the indignation of Yahweh is upon all nations, 
in his fury upon all their armies. He had utterly destroyed them. He had delivered them to the slaughter. Verse 3. Their slain also should be cast out, and their stink should come up out of their carcasses, and the mountains should be melted with their blood. Verse 4. And all the hosts of heaven should be dissolved, and the heavens should be rolled together as a scroll, and all their hosts shall fall down as the leaf falling off from the vine, and as a fallen fig from the fig tree. Verse 5, for my sword should be bathed in heaven. Behold, it should come upon the people. It should come down upon Esau and his five sons, blew the word of Dumia, and upon the people of my curse to judge. Who, who is Esau again? The who? The people of my curse. The people of judge. curse. They the people of his curse. The people, not the individual, the people Hallelujah. of his curse. The devil will read. They are the Hallelujah. people of his curse. Yahweh, he, he deal with the, he deal with the people as a whole nation. Remember, you in you in slavery as a nation that's scattered everywhere. Right. You to do not. Right. the policy 
is you take mm-hmm. your rightful position and we take ours. It ain't gonna ever happen. Until y'all go off tighten this thing up. What you read, Mel? Reading Psalms fifty five. Verses twenty to twenty seven. Down to twenty three. Down to twenty three. Twenty to twenty three. He had twenty says, he had put forth his hands against such as be at peace with him. He had broken his covenant. twenty one. The words of his mouth were smoother than butter, but war was in his heart. His words were softer in oil, yet they were drawn swords. 22. Cast thy burden upon the Yahweh, and he shall sustain thee. He, sh- he shall never suffer the righteousness to be moved. 23. But thou, O Yahweh, had bring them down into the pit of destruction. Bloody and deceitful men shall not live out half their days. But I will trust well, wait a minute, Ayana. Ayana, he said, mm. bring him down to the pit of what? Mm. Bring him down into the uh, pit of destruction. We are quiet. The pit of destruction. What did you read in Second Thessalonians 2 verse 3? Bring them down to the pit of destruction. Hey, yo, what did you read in the second Thessalonians 2 3? Second Thessalonians uh, 2 verse 3. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed. The son of prediction. The man of who? The man of who? A man of sin be revealed. Son of the day. He said, that man of sin got to be revealed. Even you, the man of sin, you got to reveal Mm -hmm. the man of sin. The man of sin got to be revealed. Let's go to let's go to over there. Um, let's go to Jeremiah forty-eight verse ten. And, and your line, give me over our one verse five and six. Yes, sir. So Jeremiah, you know, he said that man of sin got to be revealed. You see the Bible saying? Remember the Bible. The Bible is in code. The man of sin got to be revealed. What What are you talking about? We go to Jeremiah, elder, and we go to forty-eight verse ten and forty-nine verse ten, and find out what we talking about. What was he talking about got to be revealed? That we can read. Uh, 49, verse number. Just give me give me 7 and 10. For time's sake, 7 and 10. Okay. Chapter 49. Verse 7 and verse 10. Seven, verse 7 and verse 10. 7 says, Concerning Edom, thus says the Yaquah host, is wisdom no more in Timon. Is counsel mm-hmm. perish from the fruit? Is their wisdom vanished? Timon. But I have made Esau bear. I have uncovered his secret, and he shall not be able to hide himself. His seed is spoiled, and his brethren 
and his neighbors, and he is not. You know what I mean, friend? He ain't gonna be able to hide himself no more. So now you know who the son of addition is. The one that's fitted for destruction. You can't hide yourself, Esau. He's letting you know somebody's gonna reveal you. You know how somebody hides himself in the ski mask? I couldn't recognize him. He had a ski mask on. And he had to bangle with him. I can't recognize him in the ski mask. He said, no, I'm gonna come take the ski mask off him and put the bangle in his hand. <laughs> You know, I'm going to pull a ski mask where you can see who he is. I can't believe that. This is the one that give me my check. This is the one to make sure, huh? I can't believe what I'm, uh, see, that's what we make. He said, the man of sin, the son of perdition, he got to be revealed. What you reading there, young lad? Obadiah. Obadiah. Oh, Obadiah. Chapter 1, verse 5 and 6. The book of Obadiah, chapter 1, verse 5 reads, If these came to you, if robbers by night, how are you cut off? Would they not have stolen till they have enough? If the great gathers come to you, would they not leave some grapes? Verse 6. How are the things of Esau and his five sons searched out? How are the ten things Sort up. What about what about his head thing? He said everything Esau have did, somebody don't search him out. He can't hide himself mm-hmm. no more. He can't hide himself. He he didn't hide himself right through this Bible. You you down mm-hmm. this right here. He didn't hide himself upon all these names, and now we reveal them to you. Now, come on, come on, uh, young lions, give me a closing statement. Give me, uh, give me the book of Revelation chapter 15 through 18. Yes, sir. Revelation chapter 13, I'm... 15 through 18. What's that, young lion? Anti-prophecy. The book of Revelation chapter 13. Verse 15 to 18. Revelation chapter 13, verse 15 reads, And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, and that the image of the beast should both speak and call that as many as will not worship the beast, worship the image of the beast, should be killed. Verse 16. And he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in that right hand or on that forehead. Verse 17. And that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Verse 18. Here is wisdom, that him that have understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred. Three scores is six. Six, six, six. His number is three scores, six, six, six. Wait a minute. Six, six, six. Ain't something missing? It's, you're not complete until you hit the seven. This man can't Yaqua. get to seven. He wasn't created to get to Yaqua. seven. He was created to be cut short at six. Six, six. 
That means perfect destruction. That's what 666 means. This man, the son of addition, is the 666. Men, he can't make it to seven. He can't get right. He, yeah. Joel 5, 17 to 19, told us that. The reason why this man is 666, meaning he cannot get right. He cannot make it to seven. He was created. He can't even repent. That means he can't come. Mm-hmm. That's why he's 666. The man is 666. He can't do no barcode. That means he cannot get to perfection. He's imperfection. He can't be complete. He's incomplete. He can't make it to seven. Because he won't repent. So that's mm-hmm. six. The man cannot make it to seven. He can't repent. So he could never be perfect. That's why he stopped him at 666, the man of destruction. Because he can't get right. Created to get right. (laughs) Joel chapter 5, verse 17 through 9. You're reading your mind. The book of Job, the book of Job, the seer chapter 5, verse 17 and 19. Job chapter 5, verse 17. Behold, happy is the man whom Yahweh corrected. Therefore, despise not you, the chastenant of the almighty Yahweh. Verse 18. For he maketh sore and bindeth up, he wounded, and his hands make whole. Verse 19, he shall deliver you in six troubles, yea, in seven. There shall no evil touch you. You see what I'm saying? In seven, no evil will touch you. He can't make it there. He goes. is incomplete. Six, you got to get to where you can't be touched at that seven. You remember, seven, if you know, you got to get there. This man can't get to seven. He wasn't created to be a seven. He can't get right. Yahweh didn't ever put him in position to get right. That's why he called. Why he said three times? Called three times is just like seven. It is complete destruction for the man of sin, the son of addition, to be destroyed. He was created to be destroyed. Told you in Hebrews, he can't repent. He can't get right. And and we'll take care of that either tomorrow or next week. Call your mind, close the statement, and Elder. Tell me uh, 119.21, waiting on me, Elder, in uh, Psalms, 119.21. Hey, young mind, both times, what's the close statement? Come on. All right, I'm reading Judge chapter 17, verse 12, it's a rock 16, verse 9. I'm going to Judge chapter 17, verse 12. Judge chapter 17, verse 12, read. While I was with them in the world, I kept them in my name. Though that you givest me, I have kept them, and none of them is lost, 
But the sort of prediction, the structure that the scripture might be fulfilled. I'm going to uh, Sirach 16, verse 9. Sirach, chapter 16, verse 9. Sirach, chapter 16, verse 9. He pitted not the people of prediction, destruction, damnation, who were taken away in their sins. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. What was that first verse you read just here in your line? I read John chapter 17, verse 12. That was the first scripture. Hey, you precept. Hey, you precept. Hey, you it says, Thou hast rebuked the proud that are accused, from which do err from thy commandments or instruction. You have rebuked the proud that been cursed. I mean, you correct the one mm-hmm. that, that's a, that that's been cursed. That's a curse to him. He said, Yahweh, he rebuked the, the, the proud. You know what? We're talking, we take care of that next week. He rebuked the proud. Because the proud is cursed. Is that what we read now? Hallelujah. Proverbs 3, 31 to 33, and close the same now. We get back on the Mars 730. Let me say in Proverbs 3, 31 down to verse 33. Elder Mr. King of Israel. What is saying in Proverbs 3, 31 to 33, and a closing statement now? Come on, El. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 31 to 33. Proverbs 3, 31 down to verse 33. Proverbs 3, 31 to 33. 31 says, Envy thou not the oppressor, and choose none of his ways. 32. Mm-hmm. For the forward is abomination to the aqua, but his secrets is with the righteous. 33. The curse of the Yaqua the curse of the Yaqua is in the house of the wicked, but he blesses the habitation of the just. Yeah. Hey, it's all yours. Close the statement. Tell us all about it. Tomorrow at 7 30 back on the airways. Hey, take us take us on in now. You're on the clock. Come on. Well, I appreciate all the people that came out to hear the words of Yaquah, the, the seers, the other elders, the young lions, and especially myself, and especially all the people that's listening. The word is brought to you from listening to Isaiah chapter 34, verse 1. Come ye all nations to hear, and hearken ye people. Let the earth hear, and let all that is therein the world, and all things that come forth of it. So we all in this world can use the word of Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh. 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 Y
So remember one thing. Remember doing a series. Revealing the number of the beast, 666, the son of addition. Here's the beat of destruction. Sick man. Meaning, he can't hit that high note. He can't get right. He wasn't made right. Mm-hmm. He can't get to the self. That's why he called six, six, six. That's three times you call that. Right. You know what the three times mean? Complete. Complete destroyed. When we read Revelation 5.1, the book was sealed. I mean, it couldn't be nothing put to it. So what was written by the Father, that's it. Find out your role in the Bible and do your part. You ain't going to change what's written for the 666 man. He can't get right. He wasn't created right. Well, now you understand what the, the 666 means. 